Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Donna Freeman, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio Show, yogainmyschool.com. I'm the host of the show and um, also the founder of Yoga in My School, where we look at yoga as a way of accepting the challenges that come through life as a, as a learning tool to get through uh, the school of life. Today we have a fabulous show for you because we're going to be talking about um, how to help the 50 million adults in the U.S. who suffer from arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, fibromyalgia, and other autoimmune diseases. Now, there's about... Uh, the stats say that that's about one in five adults in the states, and it gets more it increases as they get older. With about 50% of adults over 65 being diagnosed with some form of arthritis. Now, it's not just for the elderly. There are over 300,000 children with arthritis, and that's how I became familiar with arthritis. A good friend of mine, as I was growing up, had uh, quite severe rheumatoid arthritis, uh, and she was a concert pianist. And so, of course, it. Um, it definitely caused problems with uh, her piano practicing, and uh, and she didn't know kind of from one day to the next what kind of pain she was going to be in. And so uh, we're going to be talking about yoga for arthritis and autoimmune diseases, as well as yoga uh, Canada's largest yoga fundraiser, The Power of Movement, with uh, Kim McNeil. Kim, how are you doing? Well, let's see if we can get Kim on here. Kim, are you there? I am. Can you Fabulous. Hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good. It just sounded like you were kind of dealing a little bit of uh, background stuff for a second there. So I'm glad you could join us this morning. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing fabulously. So can you tell us, you know, we're talking about yoga for arthritis today, but you didn't, I don't believe that you are have arthritis, no, I don't. I know several people that are uh, close to me that have arthritis, including my brother, and um, mm-hmm. and also and also my father has a form of autoimmune disease. So it's uh, it's fairly rampant in my family and in my extended family. But I I guess you'd say I'm fortunate enough not to have to live with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I I'm involved in support of them. 
Yes. Well, I know a lot of people, it touches a lot of people's lives. As I was saying in the intro, I grew up with a friend who had quite severe arthritis um, growing up. She was very young, you know, she was in her teens and was um, really affected her hands. And being a pianist, that was not a good thing. As well, my mother-in-law has uh, osteoarthritis. So I think most people can say that they know someone or are afflicted by um, some form of autoimmune condition. Uh, and it has, is quite pervasive in in our society. So, but tell us a little bit about you know other than your personal connection to this, how did you um, kind of go from being studying wildlife biology at McGill University <laughs> to <laughs> being uh, a, a yoga ambassador for Power of Movement? Mm-hmm. It's a great question, and. Uh... And, and a lot of people don't even know about that other side of my life. But I, when I was younger, I always—it's <laughs> true. It's quite, it seems quite uh, quite different. But um, I had always thought that I was going to be a vet and grow up to go to vet school. And and somewhere in college, I I was introduced to yoga back in Montreal because that's where I'm from. Over 14 years ago, and and it um, it was uh, as a as a way to replace you know, athletic career that had sort of run its course. And and then once moving to Calgary 10 years ago, I uh, I took up classes here and then took on a teacher training program right in town. And then the rest, as they say, is history. I, I just fell in love with the practice, fell in love with teaching, and I've been doing it ever since. And as a teacher, you, you are um, sometimes looked at for support for events like this, so I received an email a few years ago about power of movement, and then, um, and of course, because it resonated with me because of the personal connection, I got involved as a fundraiser the first year. So that was in 2009, and then in 2010, the event almost didn't happen because the original organizers had to pull out uh, local organizers. So I, I took it on from there, and uh, we've been growing it and building it ever since. So that's how I went from wildlife biology to yoga and math. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get right into the nitty-gritty of things. How can yoga, you know, a lot of people say or have this preconception of yoga is for the young, for the flexible, for the sporty, um, and you know, being an instructor myself, I know that that's completely false, but that's the conception that's out there. So when you're looking at yoga for arthritis, what are the benefits and how can yoga assist individuals with arthritis and autoimmune disorders? Mm-hmm. It's an excellent question. And yoga comes in a lot of different forms, especially the Hatha style of or the Hatha branch, the physical side of yoga, comes in a lot of different forms. And when you look at it from a therapeutic standpoint, it has massive benefits for people with arthritis. A lot of um, a lot of times their individuals suffering with autoimmune disease and arthritis can't attend a quote-unquote regular class simply because it's either too fast-paced or um, they simply can't move into the same positions as mm-hmm. perhaps those with healthy joints can. So um, when you slow it down and break it up into its pieces and make sure that the poses are done in a way that are that are safe, um, not that yoga classes aren't safe, but uh, just to make sure that the movements are very pure, right, and um, and at 
at their own pace, then it um, it really has massive benefits. The whole, uh, just the process of moving the joints is, um, in a way, keeping the joints healthy. So it's kind of like this vicious cycle. You find out you have arthritis, you live in pain, so you become less active, and in turn, your joints actually suffer from that because they aren't they aren't getting the movement that they need, the circulation of what's called the synovial fluid within the joints, that is um, whose job it is to uh, to keep them healthy and to supply the joints with nutrients, and um, and to help keep the structures uh, intact, really. So so yoga can do that, and because of because of the fact that yoga asks people to move in a lot of different ways than we normally wouldn't, especially if we have a desk job. We're kind mm-hmm. of in a sedentary lifestyle, right? We're asked to do you know, the full range of movement through each joint, and that just um, ups the ante in terms of benefits to the health of the joints. Fabulous. So I know that you have a number of YouTube videos that show you know, some specifics for how to, you know, if you're working with your wrists or, you know, various joints and you have arthritis. But can you kind of describe, especially for a teacher who has someone who's come to their class with arthritis, some of the things that the teacher should be aware of? You know, they're not an expert on arthritis, but, you know, they want to make sure that this student has a safe and um, positive experience doing yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so normally... If, uh, if a student is experiencing pain while doing a movement, um, then that's usually a sign. It's a pretty big warning, yeah. warning light <laughs> Hello. that um, they're, they're, should, they're doing something wrong for them, right? And they should step back and reevaluate um, perhaps whatever it is, the, the stance of the pose, um, the positioning of the body in various um in, yeah, in various poses. But when you're, when you're suffering with arthritis, the pain is often there all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So so to to realize that that it's a that pain is a chronic problem. Um and and to realize that you know they may not be able to do poses simply because um of joint mobility issues uh that they simply can't move their joints into yeah. say a downward dog for the wrists. Mm-hmm. Um so to have options to modify if necessary. Um but also to realize that a, a and I didn't mention this before with the you know the benefits of yoga for arthritis, so that there's a whole emotional and mental aspect of this too. And when you're in chronic pain and you've um, especially, well, not especially, but I, I find it, it happens more with the young when you're diagnosed in your 20s because arthritis affects people in their 20s, um, that there's depression that goes along with that. And um, because they they can't live the life that they're used to at this point, they have to... Mm-hmm. They have to change the way they they do things. So realizing that yoga also offers them a chance to to really get in tune with their body, um, to de-stress, to to almost go into you know a meditative state where they can start to um, without sounding too uh, cliche, but to love their their bodies again and to honor what their new normal is. Um, so to keep those those things in mind. So alternate or change the poses up for something that's a little bit more gentle and to make sure that they work through pure range of motion and also to know that um, there's emotional side of it and to use yoga that way. Mm -hmm. All right. So if I had arthritis and I thought, oh, maybe, you know, I've heard about the yoga, yada, yada, do you have some tips for me? 
to keep in mind as I practice yoga myself as uh, someone with arthritis. Mhm. So I guess at the you know in the perfect world you would find someone like myself who specializes in, <laughs> yeah, in exactly. therapy. It's the perfect world. <laughs> oh, oh, nice pitching. Eh? Um, no, but honestly, you you would find someone that has uh, a broader background than just uh, a basic yoga teacher training program. Mm-hmm. So you would want someone that has taken it a step further, that's done training with um, with physiotherapists, with other uh, yoga therapists, that is comfortable teaching you. Um, now that that isn't always possible, especially if we live in smaller communities. There are a lot of um, a lot of great classes that are labeled as beginner yoga, gentle, restorative, uh, even the class for say better backs if you're you know if you have arthritis in your spine, look for those cues right I would avoid things classes that say um you know flow hot. vigorous <laughs> vigorous power yoga um so so the labeling of the class has a lot to do with what you're going to get and 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 how that's going to be um how it's going to be appropriate for you. So, yes, so search out a good teacher, search out the right type of class, and then it's also a process. Try some out, find a class that works for you, don't settle. If it doesn't feel right, then um whether it's the class or, you know, the style of of the class, then move on and find another one because there are so many options out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Fabulous. Now, are there any resources, any, you know, uh, books or videos or anything like that that people can get their hands on to do some some personal research about what, you know, their own mm-hmm. issues and how they can help themselves? Mm-hmm. There is a um, a yoga DVD. It was actually a PBS special that was on a few years ago. That um, and, and forgive me for misquoting the title, but I I'm fairly certain it was called <laughs> Yoga for Arthritis. So it, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so it's easy to remember. Uh, so you can look that up and purchase it online. And then there's also a book that is by the same title. They're not related, so they're not um written and created by the same by the same author or the same teacher, but both of them are great resources. And the book can be found easily on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then to to um to go to your nearest chapter of the Arthritis Society and they often have uh resources, not necessarily yoga specific, but they will they offer courses for um, those just recently diagnosed with arthritis, so that you can have an idea of what um, of what changes you potentially could see in your body and in yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a nice way to meet people who are living um, living in the same sort of situation as you with the disease. Right. All right, so just a quick search on Google, and I found the book on Amazon. Yeah, it's titled Yoga for Arthritis, and it's by Lauren Fishman. So that's that's an easy Google. Great, yes. For anybody who's listening and, and would like to get some more information and empower themselves with mm-hmm. how to, yoga can help with arthritis. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a great you have... Book. Pardon me? Sorry about that. I was just going to say it's a great book because she breaks it down by type of arthritis, so you can go straight to your chapter in that book mm-hmm. that um, that suits you. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. 
you have an important event coming up, March 4th. Can you tell us a little bit about Power for Movement, about what it is, how it came to be, and all that kind of good stuff? Mm-hmm. I alluded to it at the very beginning uh, of this conversation, but it's um, it's it's Canada's largest karma yoga class in support of and benefiting arthritis research. And it began in um, 2007 in Toronto, and then... In 2009, it went across country. So every major city in Canada now, for the most part, has uh, a power of movement class that happens on March 4th. And and this is the first year that's quite exciting that the event has started to branch out into the United States. So they have they have one event um, this year in the United States, and we're hoping to grow that as well as more cities find out about it and and more people want to get involved and from um, kind of a grassroots level, started up in their in their town. And in Calgary on March 4th, the event happens at Eau Claire Market from 11 to 12.30, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And there will be two, cl- uh, two teachers, so myself and Simone Hodgkinson, who's the fitness director of, um, of Spa Lady here in Calgary. So she is, uh, has lots of experience in the fitness industry. We actually did our teacher training together years ago. I won't say how many years, but years ago. <laughs> and, and so she's going to be part of it this year. We have City TV that will be mm-hmm. that's our major media sponsor, so we'll have an MC there. And it's just going to be a fabulous event. And for the price of uh, essentially a drop-in yoga class, you can attend and, uh, and know that you're supporting arthritis research in Canada. Fabulous. So if people, if the class starts at 11 and if people want to come and get involved, they should probably be there a little bit early to, you know, do all, any paperwork or anything like that? I Yes. Ideally, people could would register um, before the event online. So registration is open until, I believe it's midnight the night before, or I guess the morning of. Um, so that just makes it easier on on them because when the day comes mm-hmm. they can just show up set up their mats and go for it um, so pre-registration happened at powermovement.ca uh, and it's really quite a nice site you'll see the registration link right on the home page and then you can go to whatever city you because um, it's not just Calgary right it's across yep. Canada so oh, whichever yeah. city you live in you can just click on the city and sign up sign up that way and uh, if you can't attend but want to donate to the cause there's a link there as well to give a donation yeah which is a fabulous way I know that um, through their media releases that they've uh, earned over a million dollars for arthritis research foundation mm-hmm. already and uh, that they've got some lofty goals this year and it'll be fun to watch that those tallies race Mm-hmm. It always so, it always comes together last minute. So I've been watching the numbers, the registration numbers in Calgary and across uh, across the country, and they're just starting to pick up speed. We're less than two two weeks away, and this is when people realize, oh wow, yeah, that's coming up. I need to register. Mm-hmm. So um, and, and then yeah, and then it isn't until a couple of days after that we finally get that that number of how much we managed to raise. So it'll be exciting to see. To see uh, if we reach the goal, I've, uh, I'm confident that we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and where does the money go? Like I kind of alluded to it, but what 
you know, you're donating, it's all good, doing your karma stuff, getting out there, getting involved in the community, and then what happens? Mm-hmm. So the money goes to the Arthritis Research Foundation, and their job or their MO is to um, is to fund arthritis and autoimmune research across Canada. So you can go to uh, Arthritis Research Foundation. You can Google it online on uh, and find their website. Um, I believe it's www.arf.com. But um, I should know that off by heart, and I apologize. But you can go and you can find out all about some of the research that they're funding currently uh, and where the money goes to. And a large part of it, so I know there's always the concern that, sure, I fundraise money, but most of it goes to admin costs. Well, in our case, more than 80% of everything that's raised goes to the ARF. Um, so it's quite a large a large sum. So you know that, that it, you're efforts and and your funds raised aren't going to be lost um so that you know paper can be purchased <laughs> in the office or something mm-hmm. yeah okay so the arthritis research foundation is actually kind of a uh, a nifty url it's uhn.ca Oh, uh, there thing. you go. See, this is why I could never remember it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 just type in Arthritis Research Foundation. <laughs> There's yeah. another one that comes up. It comes up beatarthritis.ca. So that's another one that and takes you to kind of the same UNH, which is Thanks, an, an acronym for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, and the, and you'll see also on the Power Movement site that there's a link directly um, from there to the Arthritis Research Foundation. Um, everything's linked together, so you can you can dive in there and do all the research you'd like on the cause and and uh, the researchers that are being supported um, by the funding. Mm-hmm. It's quite exciting. A few years ago, when I um, when I was still in my teacher training, or just after, I should say, I worked for a researcher in Calgary who um, was looking at at inflammation specifically because that's a large part of um, of the, I guess, arthritis symptoms when you look at it from a joint perspective. And um, and I know how challenging it can be to to acquire research funding because it's. It's fighting, arthritis is fighting against other forms of, or different diseases like cancer, right, and heart Mm -hmm. disease, things that have, causes that have, um, and rightfully so, that have a lot of money behind them and a lot of exposure. And and when you're up against those, you know, little arthritis gets forgotten about, right? And we also don't see it as being um, so, doesn't have the same sort of, Death. Yeah, yeah. The you know, yeah. arthritis is chronic pain. It's it's uncomfortable. It, there, there's a lot of things going on with it, but not a, a lot of people die from arthritis. Whereas, exactly, and it's, it's a natural part of life, right? You you only get it when you're older, and that's just yeah. What happens. So yeah, uh-huh. again, the misconceptions. Yeah. Yes, a lot of them. A lot of them. So that's a you know that's a that's some of the reasons why we kind of get lost in the in the rat race, I guess, for acquiring mm-hmm. fundraising or research dollars. Um, so yeah, another reason to be to be in support of the cause and to know that it affects the entire population and and um, and not just when you're older. It affects you when you're when you're in your 20s often, and it it um, diminishes your quality of life and your well-being. So. 
I don't know what's more important than that, really, is to, yeah, try to help people live better. Yes, well, I know, um, you know, there have been times in my life that I've had to deal with temporary bits of chronic pain. You know, you you have an injury and you, it just isn't getting better, or, you know, you've got something that's nagging, and it just, it it's so, like you say, it just wears you down, that uh, the fact that you don't feel well. And like as you mentioned before, there's the depression aspect, there's the emotional aspect that comes with that. Um, it's not just a physical issue that you're dealing with. And it's, when you don't feel good, you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's an excellent point, Donna. And most of the time we know that it's short-lived and that you know we, we injure ourselves perhaps and we know it's going to get better, right? But arthritis... Mm-hmm. You never know when your next flare-up is going to happen. You never know if you're going to go into remission because that does happen, right? Um, yeah. And you and and it's your new normal, right? You have to find a new way to live and adjust um, and kind of take a step back from from the things you used to do and and reevaluate, yeah, where your limitations are and um, it's quite a powerful process, you know and and I see I see change in people all the time, not always for the better, at least initially, right, when they're first struck with this. Um, there's that kind of, oh, just disbelief that they're going to have to live with this potentially forever, right? And mm-hmm. and they don't know where, yeah, they don't know where to turn, they don't know what to do, and they just want to be able to go for a walk without being in pain or, um, you know, get back to the activities that they used to do. And it's not always it's not always possible right away. And sometimes never. So they have to, yeah, do a whole sort of change of change of lifestyle. So think about that next time you're you're in pain, right? And you have a headache, and and you take a Tylenol and go, it goes away, right? Or <laughs> or stomach ache or something that you're fortunate enough that the pain does subside eventually. Whereas for people with arthritis, it often doesn't. It goes in waves. Mm-hmm. Well, and how? How can yoga help with that chronic pain? Because I know there are all kinds of studies that say it does. Mm-hmm. Right? And for people who don't know about those studies, yes, there are studies that say that yoga can help with chronic pain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, good question. I know that um, you, uh, because you've worked with with students who who deal with this kind of chronic pain, how have you seen yoga assist them? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like to incorporate meditation and breath work in with with um my classes and my sessions with um with students simply because uh, tuning in with the breath and being quiet and and learning how to relax mentally can have a massive impact on how they respond to pain so not that the pain necessarily goes away cuz i don't want to say i don't want to say that per se <clears throat> but the perception of pain is diminished, and the mm-hmm. acceptance of the pain is um, is there. So I like to I always like to say that yoga helps to manage chronic pain due to arthritis, yep. and, it, and it's definitely that it's a management technique, and um, and instead of fighting it all the time, can we learn to accept it and kind of ride the wave and 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 learn to really get in touch with our body from that standpoint uh as opposed to yeah as opposed to always um 
always fighting it, never really giving ourselves a chance to relax and, and decompress. So I, I definitely think that the breath work and the meditation are a large part in, in managing the pain. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. All right. Well, I I wish you all the best with the upcoming events. Again, that's on March 4th, and it is at 23 cities across Canada and in Rochester, New York. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're in any one of those cities, you know, let's... Let me just give you a quick rundown. It's There's three locations out in Vancouver. There's Saskatoon, Calgary, Winnipeg, uh, Toronto, is, and Ontario are packed with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> St. John's. So um, get involved and, and do your karma yoga. And if you're not in one of those cities, I'm not. I'm way up in Edmonton, and there's not one up here. But there is also a virtual challenge, which I think is really cool that they've got that set up, that you don't necessarily have to be in a location like it's really fun to be there and be involved that you can be in, uh, included and part of the movement without being there in person so i think that's great and i encourage everybody to get involved so do you have yeah, any definitely. last uh, message to people about power of movement well, if if people are considering attending the one of the mega classes, I, I just want to make sure that everyone realizes that it's open to absolutely everyone. So you don't need to have Lululemon clothes. Sorry, Lululemon. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to have designer yoga. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to ever have gone to a yoga class before. You can be a complete newbie, um, any age. You can bring your family, so there's an option to register as a family, so a group of uh, a oh, family fine. of up to five people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, don't stay away because you think you have to find a babysitter. Bring your kids and, and get involved, and uh, and you'll see it's worth it. In Calgary, we have um, have a great team of volunteers that work that will help you through the process if um, if you're not sure what to do, and and then uh, we're gonna have some fun at the end with some massages and uh and music and everything so it's definitely a nice a nice way to spend a morning on a sunday fabulous well best of luck i know that uh i think i'm going to encourage uh, the folks that i know down in calgary i'll be sending them all emails saying get down there <laughs> get involved thanks so good yes and we get you an edmonton event <laughs> <laughs> sounds good all right kim best of luck to you thanks a lot donna so we've been chatting with Kim McNeil about yoga for arthritis and autoimmune conditions and the Canada's largest yoga fundraiser, The Power of Movement. Uh, we want to have a big shout-out to Elephant Journal. We thank them for hosting these interviews as well. Um, if you're interested in finding Yoga in My School, we are on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, Donna K. Freeman. And definitely be sure to check out our entire archived library on iTunes. Their podcasts are free downloads there. I hope you have a fantastic day. Namaste.